Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Hello, I'm Jake Smith, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Today, I'm speaking with Bruce Templeton, co-founder and CEO of NefoScale, and also one of the leaders in the creation of NefOS, which has an interesting Greek name. Welcome, Bruce. Tell us a little bit about NefoScale. Thank you, Jake, for having me today. It's a pleasure to be here. The name NefoScale comes from the Greek word nephos, and nephos stands for cloud. So our operating system for the cloud is NefOS. Nice. play on words there. Well done. You must do very well in Athens. (laughs) The Greeks love us. That's great. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you decided to found NefoScale and how you got to this point today in your business process. Sure. My background is mainly networking. Ended up joining as one of the early employees at a company by the name of Foundry Networks. A lot of people remember them for the big iron routers. One of my first customers there at Foundry was now my co-founder and our CTO, Telemachus Liu. Uh, he went to a company called Surfpath in San Francisco. So when they launched GoGrid in 2008, our core engineering team were the primary drivers and designers behind GoGrid. And it had bare metal provisioning, virtual server provisioning. They actually had the very first Windows on-demand service ever before Microsoft, before Amazon. So they came to me in 2009. And we created NefoScale in November. So I brought over the chief architect, the director of engineering, and Telemachus, the CTO from GoGrid, all in one shot. One of the first things we did is we contacted Rackspace and NASA, who had this little operation called OpenStack, and worked with them in 2010 to where we launched our public cloud, the NefoScale public cloud that's still in existence today. And we were one of the first companies ever to have anything commercially available using OpenStack. So let's fast forward. We actually took our name off the OpenStack website around 2012 because we stopped contributing to the code because we couldn't use it for our own public cloud because it wasn't stable enough. So we've been there, done that with OpenStack. The idea was good, but it wasn't working out well for us. So it was when we launched a private cloud, our first on-premise private cloud in March of 2015 for Hitachi Data Systems. And they're on the board of OpenStack, and they really wondered why we didn't have more OpenStack in our platform. We were using a little bit of Keystone and Designate and a few other things, but it was not 100% compatible with OpenStack. And we explained why. And they urged us to really take a close look at it and monitor it, and when we felt it was ready, to get back involved. So we did. So with OpenStack Liberty in October of 2015, we decided to build a new product. And one of the things that we did right early on was that Telemachus, our CTO, was thinking about spinning off a company that would sell software only. And it was already in their head that when they built this software for Nefoscale, that they wanted to eventually be able to sell that as a licensed piece of software, licensed stack. So that, in a sense, was our saving grace. And we launched in early 2016 with the new OpenStack that we called NefoS V3. And we closed a half a million dollar deal right out the gate with an MSP. And since then, we've closed a couple of telcos, another MSP large technology company, and we're starting to roll. Well, that's a great story. So you guys have really built it from the ground up. You left OpenStack, and then you came back. 
What brought you back to OpenStack? I know that your relationship with Adachi Data Systems is important, but you already had the business, so you didn't necessarily have to come back to OpenStack, but you did, and now look at it's taking off for you. So we knew eventually we did have to come back. I mean, we followed CloudStack and its demise, if you will, and we had started developing originally with Nephoscale and Python with OpenStack in mind. And so we always had our eye on OpenStack and wanted to be part of it. You know, it's not a product, right? OpenStack is a bundle of technology. There's lots of projects in there. There's lots of people with different initiatives and agendas. And for better or for worse, it's just the way it is. It's part of the largest open source project in history also. It's quite a beast for good and for bad, right? The good news is it is a beast and it's not going away anytime soon. And I think the whole container development around OpenStack, more efforts going into container management and support now than ever before. So I, we personally think there's a match made in heaven there going forward with containers, not that containers will make OpenStack obsolete. But what we saw was that when we first got involved, it was NASA and Rackspace. There were two projects. There's now, what, 50-something projects, 60, 20-something core projects, 6,000 developers at any one release. There's you know two to 3,000 contributing, 600-member companies, 60,000 members. I mean, come on. So, I mean, it's got its issues, but again, there's a lot of core projects that are quite valuable and becoming quite mature, but we're doing a couple of different interesting things. So we built this back-end automation that allows something right now that takes a year and a million dollars to develop with some of the larger, more consulting-like companies. We can do it in 24 hours for, you know, you get $50,000 worth of gear and pay us some money to do the install and some licensing for the initial footprint. Maybe thirty or forty thousand dollars to us and fifty on equipment and you're up public cloud, private cloud, we don't care. And what we mean by that is we're blurring the lines between public and private. We're the only company I know of that has when we deploy a private cloud, we always deploy public cloud software. So any private cloud we deploy could with a authorized dot net merchant gateway to accept credit cards through a portal, you could turn it into a public cloud in fifteen minutes. And we think that's important, not because everybody wants to turn their private cloud into a public cloud, but we think that multi-tenancy, service provider grade, if you will, should be a default requirement for all clouds, period. So when companies deploy a private cloud, they find over time they want to use it for many things. Subsidiaries, partners, customers, employees should all be on the same cloud. You should be able to use a billing system to do external billing and for SaaS or for IAS, but you should also be able to do internal billing using funny money. It should be one cloud for everything. And it should have regions and AZs and be global. And so we're doing that with a couple of large enterprises, and there'll be some announcements soon. The other thing we do is you don't need to have OpenStack engineers on staff. So with our back-end automation, we can teach the Linux admin within a week how to do 24-hour installs of multi-tenant clouds. That's pretty cool. As you grow your business, what are some of the other areas that you guys are looking to expand in, Bruce? Well, so here's another area that we really kind of stumbled on. It should have probably been obvious from the very beginning. But we built these tools, these proprietary tool sets we call Cloud Builder, Sidecar, and Brewer, like brewing coffee. These are tool sets that allow for this zero-touch provisioning, 24-hour provisioning, so quick installations of complex multi-tenant stack. And we use Ubuntu Canonical, but it could be Red Hat, so it could be any distro. It doesn't necessarily have to be OpenStack. This is back-end automation, period. The idea with this is that we have built a system that pulls code from many different sources, many different open source sources. So really, OpenStack is not our only focus. And you really can't produce anything that's OpenStack-based with having a big dose of proprietary in there to make it reliable and to take care of the things that are beyond the scope of OpenStack. 
And then you have to be able to install that in a repeatable, reliable way. And then you also need to have an upgrade system that can do hitless upgrades without downtime or with very minimal downtime. This really opens up the door for private cloud. So what our partners are doing today is they're building out small, regional, specialized public clouds in different areas of the world, tearing out Nutanix and VMware private clouds, putting in our software that's more of an AWS-like experience that developers have come to expect. So that's the benefit that OpenTech brings. Very much self-service, load balancers, firewalls, you know, all the things that you would want in there. But so now they can offer a single pane of glass, one location, one portal for the customer to manage their public and private clouds. Their private clouds will show up as additional locations in the public cloud portal that only their account can see. The billing system knows not to bill them for what they provision on those. But the beauty is it's a right-once DevOps-friendly environment. You have all your scripts and your, your recipes, your heat templates, everything in one spot. There's no context switching back and forth. It's exactly the same software on each end. And the idea is that the MSP can now layer services on top of that, the telco, and they can manage it all. And it could be global, right? And they can manage it through one portal. And the end user gets to manage all the resources, and their developers don't have to do context switching back and forth between proprietary technologies on each end. Where can our listeners find out more about your company, and where can they find out more about your product? www.nephoscale.com, N-E-P-H-O-S-C-A-L-E. We're very happy to engage folks that want to learn more, uh, but there is quite a bit of information already on the website. Bruce, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure to host you here on Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Today I'm speaking with Bruce Templeton, co-founder and CEO of NephoScale. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,